Sandy, we've had just two terrible gun tragedies in the last few weeks, and there's going to be more. There are 393 million guns in America, which is more guns than people. Do you have any thoughts how to get out of this madness? Yes, and most of them are depressing because I don't see any way of getting out. But I do see ways of perhaps curtailing a bit. Um, take the most recent event in my home state of Texas, where the killer bought the assault weapon on his 18th birthday. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to say that even if you think assault weapons should be available for sale, perhaps you should wait till 21 or until people have passed some sort of test that would qualify them to use that weapon. Nor do you have to be a rocket scientist to say, well, maybe assault weapons shouldn't be available for sale to anybody except under very special permits. Or thirdly, maybe there ought to be strict limits on the number of bullets that can be fired without some sort of complex reloading. So all three of those ideas, and I'm not a gun policy expert, but they all sound very sensible to me, I think have been struck down by judges. A federal judge in California said it was um, illegal to uh, ban assault weapons to, to kids, I think, um, younger than 21. Uh, Ju Justice Kavanaugh wrote a dissenting opinion in DC or some kind of opinion when he was Judge Kavanaugh that people have the right to as many guns and bullets as they want. My, my general point is, if all, even if we had the political will to do all three of those things, which we probably don't, we'll, I think the courts won't let it happen. And what do we do about that? That is where things get truly depressing. Um, I mean, one answer, but it's pie in the sky, is add new members to the Supreme Court or allow Congress to override invalidations of federal law by, let us say, three-fifths or two-thirds votes, a uh, proposal going or version of which goes back to Teddy Roosevelt in the 1912 presidential election. But the current Supreme Court is controlled by a group of very conservative ideologues, not even necessarily partisan in the specific sense of asking themselves, what can we do for the Republican Party? Rather, they are really ideologues committed to a notion that guns are good. Sandy, I think you, 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 you're, of course, a, a famous political scientist as well as a law professor. It strikes me that if we have a couple, I mean, God forbid, I, nobody wants this. If we have a couple more of these type of tragedies in the next few months, um, Mark Tushnet used to have a test to decide what the Supreme Court's going to do in hard cases close your eyes and imagine a New York Times headline. And if you can imagine it, the court might do it. But if you can't imagine it, the court probably won't do it. I'm not sure Mark's test survives Donald Trump, but assuming that it does, if there's a couple more of these between now and the end of June, can, you, can the court really strike down New York's gun law, which has run in the book since 1911 in the wake of all of these tragedies? Well, I mean, what we'll call the Tushnet test is really, really interesting. Because as recently as 10 or 15 years ago, one often said, well, 
would you want to be on the front page of the Washington Post? Or would you want to be on the front page of the New York Times? And everybody would say, of course not, because the assumption was that the Post and the Times were truly national newspapers with national kind of across the board readership. But I think it was Antonin Scalia who canceled his subscription to both. He did. And, and now both of those newspapers are regarded by the right as simple liberal rags. Yeah. So I think for Samuel Alito, it would be almost a sign of honor <laughs> to be denounced by the editorial pages of both of those newspapers or to be the subject of you know, a negative headline. Do you think, uh, let's, let's, take for, let's assume for a minute that in June, the court does strike down New York's law in a very strong Second Amendment opinion. I would think that would hurt the Republican Party at the polls. I would hope so, but you know, the problem is that many so-called pro-gun voters are single issue, whereas there are very few gun control voters for whom that's their single issue or even necessarily principal issue. And I think that is a huge problem. If we had in the United States a national initiative and referenda, then there might be interesting developments. But of course we don't. We have that at the state level, not at the national level. Thanks, Sandy. This was, this was interesting. Thanks so much.